Hello everyone, and welcome to another solo spooky story. My name is Rob, I'm your host. This is a bi-weekly series that we run where either myself or Suze will tell you a, a short kind of story or, you know, encounter or kind of anything really uh, that, that kind of piques our interest that may not necessarily be a long enough story that would feature on the main episode of the podcast, but something that we still want to talk about all the same. So usually kind of run anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more, depending on the story. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of a fun time. Gives us a chance to just, you know, talk one-on-one, you know, just just give you a nice little teaser for, for things that you can go out and look at yourself and, you know, discover more. You know, we, we kind of just give you a small bit and then if you want to look into it more, you know, you can go off with, with the knowledge that, that we give you. On today's episode, we are delving back into the world of the cryptids. And uh, it's something that we've not really given too much attention to. And I think we, we should be spending a little bit more time maybe looking at some, some cryptid stories and the creatures that, that exist in the world or maybe don't. Um, the last one that we did was on the uh, the King Otters. And that, that one seemed to go down quite well with people. So I'm, I'm bringing another similarly bizarre story today in the form of the Tatzelwurm. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, the Tatzelwurm is a legendary creature from the folklore of the alpine region in south central europe it's often described as a lizard-like creature with the face of a cat and a serpent-like body and it may have four short legs two forelegs or no legs at all so basically any combination of regular legs or nothing and on top of this it's also said to have poisonous breath or blood and it's to make a hissing or shrieking sound so kind of just covers a whole spectrum of just bizarrity. It's either a lizard with a cat face or a, a snake-like body. And then it may have four legs. It could have two legs or it might not have any legs at all. And then just on top of that, you know, it can fucking spit poison at you. And its blood is also poisonous. And if you get near it, it's going to hiss or shriek. Actually, similarly enough to the uh, the king otter there with the last one, that kind of shrieking sound. So maybe there's... Maybe there's a tiny little bit of a connection there. Who's to know? But yeah, the, the name Tatzelwurm, uh, that's T-A-T-Z-E-L-W-U-R-M, means claw worm in German. And it also has several other regional names, uh, Tatzelwurm being the, the most famous one, I think. But in other areas, it goes by the Bergstutz, the Springworm, the Pratzelwurm, and in French, it's also called the Arasas. But from what I've seen... The Tatzelwurm name, it's not actually used in Switzerland. So in Switzerland, the creature is known as the Stollenwurm or the Stollwurm. And apparently that means tunnel worm or dragon of the mine tunnels, which is pretty metal actually, <laughs> to be fair. And I guess it kind of makes sense with the description of it, that kind of serpent-like body, two legs, four legs, poisonous breath, blood, pretty much kind of covers off what a, a dragon or like a wyvern would kind of look like. So actually kind of cool now that I think about it. So it it's kind of makes sense that they'd kind of be called the, the dragon of the mine tunnels. Um, so the earliest accounts of the Tatzelwurm uh, date back to the 17th century when a Swiss naturalist, uh, Johann Jacob Wagner, and a physician, Johann Jakob Scheuser, uh, recorded testimonies and illustrations of cat-faced serpents encountered in the Swiss Alps. And for some reason, the creatures afterwards were, were dubbed as uh, Scheuser's dragons uh, by other commentators. So they basically like captured the visage of the the Tatzelwurm in these uh, copper plates. Yeah, they basically like 
made like engravings of them in these copper plates so they're like pretty permanent they look quite cool actually and the picture that i found online is this man <laughs> being very startled by what i can only describe as literally a dragon a dragon's body so four legs uh long neck long tail uh also completely jacked and then its head is a cat no wings that that's the best way to describe it i'll put it up with the the episode on instagram so you can see it but it's pretty metal looking uh very very interesting as well and then following on from the 17th century there were additional sightings in the uh, 18th and 19th centuries so there was kind of stories and legends uh that came out there um kind of circulating around in that alpine region especially in switzerland and austria and then there was also obviously quite a few in germany and then apparently in italy as well uh, some of the stories involved eyewitnesses who claimed to have seen fought or apparently even killed the creature there was a uh, a farmer in 1779 his name is hans fuchs which is a fantastic name uh he allegedly reported seeing two tassel worms with a cat-like head, two clawed front legs, and a winding serpent-like body. He said that they were between five and seven feet in length, and that they sprouted green blood when attacked. Um, and he ran home to tell his family, but died of a heart attack shortly afterwards, which is not great <laughs> for for the track record for the Tatsuburm. Apparently as well, the Tatsuburm also appeared in some like hunting manuals, and then scientific publications of the time. And then local art and culture. So it really does seem to be that it was kind of almost like accepted lore for the region that this creature existed, was out there, was just getting up to all sorts of shenanigans. And obviously, unfortunately, uh, Hans Fuchs, uh, you know, while not attacked by the creature, did unfortunately die of a heart attack. So, you know, maybe we'll give that kill to the, the Tatzelworms. And uh, another sighting then that I saw was in 1841, uh, an anonymous artist drew a sketch of a Tatzelworm uh, that he claimed to have seen near the Simplon Pass in Switzerland. He said that the creature had a cat-like face again, four short legs and a long tail. Uh, but this time, he said it could leap nine feet into the air. So that's quite something. <laughs> that is quite the uh, quite the feat there. So for anyone that's kind of keeping track of this, allegedly the Tatzelworm can, you know, have two legs, four legs, no legs... A winding serpent-like body. It can spit poison. Its blood is poison. It's got the head of a cat. It screeches. And now on top of all of this, it can also leap nine feet into the air, which is pretty metal, actually. So it kind of, uh, it's got some serious defense tactics. Some may say it's just a cat, but, you know, who are we to decide? Then moving into the 20th and 21st centuries, um, we did kind of see, it, it appears anyway, according to what I've seen online, that the interest in the Tatzelworm continued. Um, with some people claiming to have photographed, captured, or examined the creature, or some people claim to have found its remains, but I'm not sure about that. I can't really see anything. And um, one of the more famous sightings of this, from, from what I could see doing the, the bit of research that I did, was um, in 1954, a Swiss photographer named Balkan uh, claimed to have taken a photo of the Tatzelwurm near Meringen, in Switzerland. He said that the creature, again, had a cat-like head, two forelegs, and a long body, so only two legs this time. And uh, he also said that it had made some sort of strange whistling sound as it approached him, and he basically, like, noped out of there pretty much as soon as he could. Well, that's what he says, anyway. Uh, not before getting a picture, though. Unfortunately, 
under some scrutiny and some examination, the picture, when kind of looked at closely, was allegedly uh, exposed to be a total hoax. And the dude was basically found out pretty much immediately that he'd created some elaborate hoax to, to, I don't know, maybe garner interest in the Tatzelborum, get more people to kind of know about it. I'm really not not sure what the story was there, Uh, but interesting all all the same. One of the more famous encounters that I've seen uh, regarding the Tatzelborum, who was actually from Switzerland again, and uh, this was a man called Samuel Studer. And he uh, he calls it the Stalin worm because he's from Switzerland. And according to Studer, he believed that they would appear after like very humid, hot weather or when the weather was undergoing some sort of volatile change. Um, That was his theory anyway. And he says that the people considered them to be poisonous and harmful and that they uh, resembled short, stubby serpents with a round head similar to a cat and clawed feet. And he seems to be basically the main source of knowledge on the Stalin worm, Tatzel worm, whichever version you want to call it. And uh, his contribution to the lore actually occurred in a short article uh, on insects. And uh, in this article, the Tatzel worm appeared inserted in the travel log uh, as part of it, basically. And this was published in 1814. And... In his article, he includes these eyewitness accounts that he supposedly collected from people. Uh, he says that in 1811, a worm with a forked tongue and a serpent-like rather than cat-like head and two stubby feet was reported by a schoolmaster named Heinrich. Um, and he claimed to have seen it in the, the Gutenten Tal in Canton Burn in Switzerland. He described it as <laughs> measuring one clafter in length, which I have absolutely no idea what that is, and with a body about the thickness of a man's leg. And then a few years later, another man, uh, Hans Curley from another area, claimed to have killed a small tassel worm. But he says that it was carrying 10 of its children with it. I don't know what happened to the children, but the, the tassel worm was killed anyway. And uh, yeah, this all kind of led to... Uh, this guy Samuel Studer, the kind of authority on it, he offered a bounty to anyone who could supply him with the remains of an authentic tassel worm, indicating basically the degree of his conviction that the creature existed. And as far as I know, no one cashed in on that particular bounty. So, you know, I, I, I guess we'll never know. Um, but yeah, kind of going on from that, as I said, it kind of seems to continue on in, into modern day history. I haven't seen really any mentions of it, of it after... The 50s but you know who, who are we to say that there's not people out there that are still uh still you know getting some interest in the the tats of worm or re- reporting sightings it's an interesting case all, all the same and you know that's uh that's what these little short stories and short kind of cases are about it's just kind of a little taster for for you to go off and, and, and have a look at things yourself and, and let us know what you think but personally i'm not sure about the tats of worm you know there's there's potential there that maybe it is some sort of cryptid uh, you know, or it could also just be some form of uh, mountain cat, for all we know. Especially, you know, the fact the description is there that it literally has a cat's head. Granted, also a serpent's body, and it's a bit uncertain about the the number of legs that it has. But I suppose uh, with the illustration that I've seen and the one that I'll share online, it it looks a lot like a cat. Um, so maybe maybe these you know manly mountain men are uh, a bit ashamed to admit that they got startled by a cat. So. It's easier for them to say that the the tatzel worm came out and hunted them and attacked them and they barely escaped with their life, you know. And it also spits poison. 
you know, just just to add to how dangerous it is and how manly they are and how they managed to escape. But yeah, that's that's the the story for today. You know, I hope you enjoyed this one. It's a nice little short one. Just you know, let us know what you think. It's uh, it's a cool little little creature. And as I said, it's nice to kind of delve back into the world of cryptids. So I think this is a good way to get back into them. But let it let us know what you think. Have have you heard of anything similar in in your part of the world where you live? As I said, in Ireland, we obviously have the the King of the Otters. Similar enough, actually, descriptions. Um, not sure about the poison, but, you know, you could make the argument that the, the descriptions there are, are close enough in, in certain areas. Maybe this is just a uh, an alpine version of, of the same creature. Um, but I'd, be, I'd love to hear your your thoughts and theories on this. You can reach out to us on uh, Instagram at the, the Spooky AF pod. Let us know what you think. Or, you know, if you want to send us an email with your own stories that you'd like us to read out, you can get in touch with us at the Spooky AF podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll do our best to read out any sort of stories that you want or to investigate any any cases that you're you're also interested in. But with that, I hope you have a lovely weekend. You've enjoyed this nice little appetizer of Spooky. And, you know, you you uh, you take this into your week. And we look forward to seeing you in a, a longer episode next week. Stay spooky, everyone. <laughs>